in the state of Colorado, over 500 residents are spread among the five residence centers operated for state senior veterans. The system of veterans community living centers offering assisted living, memory care, and rehabilitative services is one of the principal ways the state supports some of those veterans who gave their military service for the country. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Adding to its five veterans care centers, the state is constructing a new residence facilities for homeless veterans at Fitzsimmons in Aurora. Now when space is available, all care centers are open to former veterans, spouses, and Gold Star awarded families. For our recognition of Veterans Day week, we gain additional insight regarding the special care system on this edition with the Director of Adult Aging and Disability Services for Colorado Human Services, Ms. Yolanda Wood. All of our services are person-centered and based on the needs of those that we care for. And so in some of our facilities, we have dementia units, and that's because we've seen a, you know, a prevalence of individuals that have dementia in certain areas. And so it's really it's a person-centered approach to care for our veterans and is based on their needs. And so you're correct. For example, at Home Lake, which is our oldest um, Veterans Community Living Center, we actually have a domiciliary, which is an apartment-like living, um, townhome-like living for our veterans where they can actually live with their spouses. It's still on our property and grounds with our um, skilled nursing facility, but this provides a little bit more independent living, very similar to assisted living. In general, the types of services that uh, you're offering vets and families and stuff, assisted living, memory care, uh, long-term rehab, and hospice? Yes, we have Alzheimer's care, memory care neighborhoods at some of our facilities. Uh, we have assisted living domiciliary cottages, as I, um, I talked about and discussed. Uh, we have special programs that are for end-of-life hospice. Uh, Short-term respite care is one of the programs that we offer for veterans that qualify for our service, that, you know, our service um, can have a service-connected disability who don't want long-term care but need a rehab respite care approach um, to assisted living, to long-term care. And so uh, we do offer that short-term uh, state. Our short-term respite care um, is, mm -hmm. for example, for a veteran who might um, have been hospitalized, at, you know, maybe had suffered a fall um, and right. had been hospitalized for the fall. And rather than going to a VA facility, they would come to our Veterans Community Living Center for that short-term respite rehab care. You operate them for veterans. There's probably a lot of veteran camaraderie which goes on. I, I know doing usually Veterans Day um, meals at some of the restaurants around town, some of the guys can get into their competitiveness and that kind of stuff at Go Army, Go Air Forces. So the camaraderie and the feeling there is pretty, pretty much important to how well they operate. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? Yes, it is absolutely the number one indicator of quality of life and um, for our veterans my I'm, I'm from a Air Force family and um, I can tell you when I walk in the building if the first person that greets me in one of our facilities uh, is is Army they'll say yeah there goes that traitor you know uh, Air Force <laughs> <laughs> so and they absolutely um, it, it for them it, it it was their way of life and it just offers wonderful 
opportunities for camaraderie. And I, I don't think that folks that have been around military service understand what that looks like and the value of what that means. It's, it's a fraternity and for, forever. You know, you belong to a brotherhood. You understand uh, a way of life. And if you ever visit, and I hope you will one day, one of our facilities, you get that instantly. You see that connection that they all have with one another. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember going to a, a buffet a couple of years ago, and they just said, sit wherever you can find a chair. So I ended up sitting with a, guy, a couple of guys from the Navy and the Marine Corps, and one guy sat down from the Air Force. And he said, well, you know, can I sit here? I'm from the Air Force. And one of the Marine guys said, oh, the chair force. Everybody cries out. <laughs> it's the first time I had heard the Air Force called the chair the chair force, and of course, the guy from the Air Force had heard it, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 you know, don't be haters." <laughs> That's right. It picks them up so much, you know. As you said, it's like a fraternity. It is the pick up there, and the spirit lift was yes. just something to see. It is a indicator of their quality of life. It is, you know, it, it's all the, it's the social connections that we all need, and they get those same social connections at our Veterans Community Living Centers. And so, yeah, it is wonderful to see um, their interactions with one another. And that includes the women veterans that we have. You know, they're part of that brotherhood, sisterhood as well of, of former military veterans who have this lifetime of, of experiences that they can share with one another. You know, one of my favorite ones is hearing the conversations um, between two different um uh, decades of, of veterans. So the veterans that have been in the Vietnam War who are talking yeah. to those veterans that have been in, you know, some of our, our, our earlier wars and the places that they've been and the worlds that they've seen through their travels are always the most engaging conversations that you can have with our veterans. You mentioned women. Um, your facilities uh, include women vets and spouses of vets too. That now, are, are they all in the same facilities, or are there different facilities for for women and men? Oh no, these are, are all of our facilities are mixed uh, co-ed facilities. We we you know we will put a a, a spouse um, in the same room um, w with their spouse. You know, if we if we can do that, uh, and yeah. if we can't, we try to make sure that they are side by side in, in rooms that are you know attached with a shared bathroom. Uh, facility, uh, but yes, we have female veterans, and we will have a female wing, um, you know, and so that they're they're not uh, mixed uh, wings or neighborhoods as we call them in in our facilities. But um, yes, we we do have female veterans in our facilities. The women's veterans associations. That was one one of the things that they were always concerned about. You know, uh, safety yeah. and uh, you know how things are going to be managed for them. Even when the veterans were having the stand down, how women veterans were managed and treated there. They had to they had to do a little work on that over the years. Sure, and you know. We, we want to make sure that even for our female veterans, there are opportunities for activities and engagement. And last Veterans Day, we had the lieutenant governor uh, come in and do what we called our Veterans Day tea for females only, um, for our female veterans only. And it was so well received, um, yeah. the, the honor and the spotlight of recognizing their service and their contributions um, to our military um, and, and so, you know, for, for us, it is, is very important. But, yes, we, we do have 
our, our, our female veterans are, are safe within our facilities and um, have activities and that same com camaraderie that our um, male veterans do. Take us the rifle. What's the care emphasis there on the Western Slope at the facility there? Sure. Um, rifle is one of our facilities that does have the, a dementia uh, wing. Uh, it's a locked wing because we do have um, a, a lot of our veterans on the Western Slope, unfortunately, um, have been inflicted with uh, dementia, so we offer that there. We also offer um, Rifle has a wonderful, um, wonderfully designed uh, meal program, so options for our, our veterans. And this was this was pre-COVID, unfortunately, but you know options for our veterans to, to order you know off the menu for meals, and, and they are very individualized and, and very you know. Um, engaging in, in, with our dietary and household staff. And so Rifle offers, um, Rifle offers uh, special care um, for, for our uh, veterans on the Western Slope. Sure, sure. Now take us to Florence. Isn't Florence down by uh, Colorado Springs? Yes, Florence is down by Colorado Springs. Florence is also one of our facilities that does offer an Alzheimer and memory care uh, neighborhoods. Those are secure right. neighborhoods, you know, again, designed uh, for that. Florence is on a beautiful um, campus-like, um, rolling hills and mountains, great views for, for our veterans there. They, again, also have a wonderful, uh, this was pre-COVID, but meal selection and offering family-style dining, restaurant-like dining for our veterans when they, they come in, they get an opportunity to make a selection, order off the menu. And so it's, there, are no, there are no set um, menus um, every day, daily. You, you get right. what's on the menu, you get to order what's off the menu. And, and a number of wonderful activities that occur throughout the year at Florence. Okay, you mentioned COVID, uh, things being pre-COVID, the initial outbreak of COVID-19, it really affected care facilities that were seniors. I understand at least through, uh, through, uh, before this, this current wave started to run now that, uh, your facilities didn't have any incidences of COVID at all. Well, let me clarify that. Our Fitzsimmons campus did, prior to this current wave, we unfortunately mm -hmm. did have um, uh, more than 20 of our residents that were uh, impacted with COVID, and we did sustain okay. some deaths during that first phase, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, was that early on in, um, in uh, April and May? Yes, that was early okay. on. You know, we've learned a lot since then about COVID, about um, how we mitigate the risk, um, you know, uh, providing our staff with all of the necessary PPE, um, how we um, uh, implement our visitor um, guidelines and, and guidance with help from CDPAG. Um, so all of those things have been put in place, and we have since that time not lost one veteran. Good, good, good. Great to hear. Great to hear. Uh, tell us about your rec recreational therapy team. Does that wow. help guys like me put, put, put my knees back together and all that stuff? Our recreational therapy program um, is, um, we, while we have a recreational therapist, we also have occupational and physical therapists. And so um, at each of our facilities, we have 
um, workout rooms where we've got equipment for, for our veterans to be able to avail themselves, you know, to go in and, and work with um, our occupational and physical therapists to keep them healthy, recreational therapy, and again, pre-COVID, uh, offered opportunities to go out into the community to, you know, to socialize, to reconnect. Um, all of those things are, are handled through our recreational therapy program. It seems as if from everything that you've described so far, uh, the state is trying to really do a great job as, at making these living centers as comprehensive as possible with their care. Comprehensive and home. Um, you know, for, for many of our veterans, this will be their final home, and we want to make that very home-like. It's a, it's a very person-centered um, atmosphere with their own, you know, personal items that they bring with them, and so each facility is created so that it is very home-like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so touching. That's so good. I know you're... Um one of the mottos, I guess, on the uh, on the annual report said, "Caring communities that honor America's heroes." Yes. Said, yeah, I like that. I don't know how they came up with it, but that sounded real good. <laughs> <laughs> but that is absolutely it, and we want to make sure, you know, at each of our facilities, there are things like a gift shop um, um, at Florence, and we've got a children's playground at Florence. We've got intergenerational programs at Florence. We want our veterans to, to really know that this is home for them. So if they have grandchildren, guess what? Grandchildren come for a visit, of course, pre-COVID, and we hope we can go back to that one day. But if grandkids come to visit, why not have, you know, them have a playground or an area where, you know, they feel like this is grandmother's, grandfather's home, and mm-hmm. we've got an area where we can play. On this edition, the subject is the support the state of Colorado provides its veterans through its Veterans Community Living Center system of five resident communities. Our guest is Ms. Yolanda Webb. Director of Adult Aging and Disability Services for Colorado Human Services. We'll learn more on our next edition. In the interim, you can learn more online at colorado.gov slash cdhs slash veteran homes. COVID-19 may have adversely impacted many traditional Veterans Day recognitions. However, many eateries have found ways to have a wide selection of salute to your service deals on Wednesday. These restaurants are offering a combination of dine-in and carry-out, with some offering delivery. Check your favorite eatery website for specific details and any special menus. Along with this, other businesses this week are offering discounts on products and services as well. I'm Adam Morgan. Yep, a vet too, reminding you to keep in touch, stay on your game, mask up when going out, and we thank you, vet, for your service and for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.